This episode is supported by Code Comments, an original podcast from Red Hat. You know when you're working on a project and you leave behind a small note in the code, a code comment, to help others learn what isn't clear in the code? This podcast features technologists who've been through the tough tech transitions and share how their teams survived the journey. In each episode, Red Hat's Jamie Parker recounts the behind-the-scenes stories of experienced technologists from across the industry who share what they've learned from implementing new technologies. Episodes are available anywhere you listen to podcasts and at redhat.com slash code comments podcast. Search for code comments in your favorite podcast player, and we'll also include a link in the show notes. Our thanks to code comments for their support. Cloudcast Media presents, from the massive studios in Raleigh, North Carolina, this is The Cloudcast with Aaron Delp and Brian Gracely, bringing you the best of cloud computing from around the world. Good morning, good evening, wherever you are, and welcome back to The Cloudcast. We are coming to you live from the massive Cloudcast studios here in Raleigh, North Carolina. Hope everybody is doing well in our Sunday Perspective show as we continue to move along through November of 2023. Hope everybody's uh, you know staying warm where it's getting cold and uh, starting to think about things like Thanksgiving and some of the holiday breaks. And uh, I know I saw Mariah Carey just got uh, unfrozen for the year. It's Mariah Carey time of year, so you're going to start hearing Christmas songs and uh, holiday songs and all sort of those sorts of things like that. So hope everybody's doing well. This one is uh, going to be might be really short. I haven't quite figured out how long this one will be, uh, but I've got this thing that's sort of floating around in my head. And this is, this is a little bit of me connecting a couple of dots and then having a whole lot of dots that are just very open-ended. And I'd love to get people's feedback. And so since you all have been in the feedback-giving mood mood lately, um, kind of curious on feedback. So he, here's the dots I'm trying to connect. So over the summer, uh, like a lot of people, uh, I went and saw the Oppenheimer film. And interesting film, uh, you know, really well done in terms of filmmaking. Um, obviously Oppenheimer was the story of, um, you know, how the atomic bomb was, uh, was built within the United States and kind of some of the history of Robert, Robert Oppenheimer who led that project, uh, Manhattan project. Um, you know, and, and, you know, not only was it sort of interesting in terms of, you know, kind of logistically how all this stuff got put together, but also, you know, it really, you know, tried to at least scratch the surface on some of the moral dilemmas that went on uh, in the idea of creating something uh, by a small group of people or by an individual country that potentially had ramifications for the entire world and people who didn't know it was coming and people who didn't know that it was being built and all those sorts of things, right? So, you know, it was a really interesting movie from that perspective. Um, you know, people can have all sorts of opinions on it, uh, whether it was a good thing or a bad thing. But the part of it that was interesting to me, uh, and it was one of the dots that kind of got connected, was there was a kind of a pivotal moment in the movie where uh, the the military leader uh, asks Oppenheimer, he says, hey, um, this is going to work, right? And Oppenheimer says, well, there's a near zero chance that it won't work. And obviously the concern was that uh, you're going to detonate this bomb and because it is a completely sort of new, you know, semi-untested technology that has potential characteristics that we're not exactly sure what they're going to be like, um, you know, could you create a situation in which uh, you literally destroyed the world? Essentially, you created a bomb that just never ended. And 
So again, the line was, well, there's a near zero chance. And, uh, you know, the, the person who was funding the project said, boy, I wish it, you know, I wish it was a zero chance. Anyways, that was sort of the, one of the dots that connected me and, and, you know, by itself, it was sort of like, okay, historical context. The second dot that got me thinking was I was listening to an interview, uh, recently, um, you know, as we've talked about a bunch of times, uh, Aaron and I are, are kind of like a lot of people sort of fascinated with what's going on uh, with this, this sort of next latest phase of, of AI. And it was an interview with a former, uh, former person from OpenAI, former top safety researcher. And somebody asked him, they said, hey, you know, obviously we've all seen movies uh, about – you know, Skynet and, and sort of, you know, if the machines become sentient and they start to think for themselves, you know, do they ultimately decide that that humans are a problem and, uh, you know, destroy the earth sort of Terminator style. And the the person asking the question, the interviewer said, hey, you know, what what are the chances that that this this system that you've been part of that you've built or, you know, this this community of, of people have built uh, that, that we get to that point that people are like, Hey, this thing is literally artificial intelligence as opposed to just, you know, sort of probabilistic guessing. Um, and it starts to, to make decisions and it makes decisions that are, uh, you know, ultimately harmful at a, at a large level to, to mankind. And he said, yeah, I don't, I don't think that'll happen, but maybe it's a 10 to 20% chance. And that level of chance from somebody who is, uh, you know, heavily involved with, you know, one of the the biggest projects of this kind of got me thinking. And so what I want to try and do after the break, which might be two minutes or five minutes, or I don't know how long it's going to be, is to sort of think through a little bit of, you know, what does it mean that we're going to move into a an era in which, uh, you know, this this potential for, you know, maybe not the greatest ending, if you will, uh, is is sort of out there in front of us. So let's dive, we'll dive into that after the break. Are you looking to stay ahead of the curve in the latest trends in enterprise tech? Look no further than the Breaking Analysis Podcast with Dave Vellante. This data-driven program dives into the most important topics facing the enterprise tech industry today. With a data-first approach that leverages ETR's renowned surveys of IT decision makers and insight from the Cube community, Breaking Analysis delivers in-depth research on the most important topics facing technologists and IT buyers. Whether you're a business leader, an IT professional, investor, or just an avid follower of the industry, this podcast is a must-listen. Just search Breaking Analysis Podcast wherever you get your podcast and tune in today to stay ahead of the game in enterprise tech. And we're back. And as I mentioned uh, at the top of the show, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to balance these two these two things, right? We have this, this significant event that got portrayed in a movie years, you know, whatever, 60 years ago, 50, 60, 60 something years ago, 70 years ago. I don't know. I'll do the math. Um, you know, with Oppenheimer in terms of the uh, the sort of one and only launching of of, of, of you know nuclear bomb, atomic bomb, uh, the two bombs that were dropped by the United States uh, on Hiroshima to try and end World War II and the spread of Nazism and fascism and, and other types of things that were going on in the world. And then you know, there's this sort of recent comment from somebody who you know deeply involved with the the OpenAI project, and you know, kind of the you know the recent recent you know, kind of growth or next phase of AI sort of saying, Hey, you know, I, you know, I, I think, and again, this is speculation. Uh, it is a, an opinion. Uh, it is a looking into the future crystal ball, but saying, yeah, there is a 10 to 20% chance that, you know, there could be, you know, very vast uh, damage to humankind. Um, if, if these systems get out of control and, and in the context of, 
you know, how fast they've been evolving over the last few years and the last you know, five, six years and so forth. Um, you know, it's, it's a concern that, that many, many people are talking about. So, you know, as, as I was thinking about that, it was like, okay. And then the third sort of point that, that got me thinking was, you know, here in the United States, uh, the, the, the president put out an executive order, which, you know, for anybody, I'll, I'll give you the shorthand version of it. Um, you know, the, the way laws and things work in the United States is there's typically a very long sort of process in terms of how a new law, something that's enforceable and, you know, has legal ramifications is, is created. And the president of the United States has the authority to not supersede that, but in situations in which they feel like there are, you know, significant potential problems um, that are of, of national importance, um, they're able to somewhat bypass the process, the long process of, of trying to create an official legal law, and they create something called an executive order. And an executive order is, it, it has a certain amount of legal binding to it. Um, it's not as strong as a law. It can be challenged on various grounds. But anyways, it's essentially sort of a an edict, if you will, from on high that says, you know, this is a, this is a new, you know, mantra. Uh, that the country is going to start doing. And so he put together uh, or, you know, published, uh, the U.S. government published a, an executive order that basically said, um, we are concerned about the security and biases and usages of AI. And so we would like to put uh, a certain amount of testing in place for when these large models of a certain size uh, are deployed or released to the world um, so that there's a certain amount of kind of paper trail, if you will, right? Sort of a, a validation, a set of, of, you know, how did you go about, where did the information, where did the data come from that was built the model? How did you go about testing the model? How did you validate for biases or non-biases? Uh, just a sort of a checklist of stuff that is intended to say, you know, what what's in there, right? Because, uh, you know, AI models, especially these gigantic foundational models, to a certain extent, have become sort of black boxes. And, there are all sorts of you know potential ramifications of this technology that we've already seen in place, right? We've seen um, you know concerns about copyright. Uh, you know, is your system using um, information that is maybe not uh, intended to be publicly used? So you know, artwork and music and other sort of intellectually uh, protected intellectual property um, is your system being used to create um, false information. So we've seen like deep fakes and things that could potentially impact like political races and the stability of a country, um, you know, not maybe not just the United States, but other countries. If, you know, somebody creates a, you know, fake video that shows something happening and people react to it, you know, they take actions within the market and the markets crash, or they take actions to uh, incite violence or, you know, things of that nature, right? Or they take actions to create a military conflict, whatever that might be. So all of the, you know, the, the, the bigger picture of this sort of executive order is, look, um, we realize that you can't control this stuff uh, completely. Uh, there is innovation. Innovation is going to happen. People have motivations to do this. And um, the United States doesn't get to dictate everything. Uh, but, you know, they're, they're trying to put a certain amount of uh, at least accountability in place. And again, how that gets validated and, and who who does it and, you know, how it gets followed up and all those sort of things are you know, kind of details that aren't specifically in there. But that was sort of the third piece of this puzzle that, you know, I'm, I'm trying to connect the dots on, which is, um, you know, we've seen 
certain things come out of AI so far. Uh, we've seen certain concerns that people have, um, and we're starting to see the first kind of scratching of the surface of potential, you know, regulations or just guardrails being put in place to say, hey, you know, while this technology is is you know incredibly interesting um, and is you know people fascinated by it, it also has some negative negative ramifications, and you know the U.S. has. Uh, you know, fantastic history of sort of being on both sides of, of things like regulations. Um, we are obviously, unfortunately, world famous for our lack of regulations around things like guns uh, because of what's in the Second Amendment. Um, but, you know, we also have plenty of other industries, uh, other aspects in which we are, you know, very good about regulating things like uh, seatbelts on cars and, uh, you know, putting, you know, certain kind of protections in place so people don't crash their car and making laws so that people don't drink and drive or other things like that. So, you know, there, 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 there is a, a history, at least with the United States, of sort of being all over the place in terms of saying, hey, uh, this thing, this piece of technology, whether it's, you know, drilling oil out of the ground or allowing transportation to happen via planes, trains, and automobiles or whatever it might be, um, of saying, hey, this technology has some very interesting positive ramifications, but it also has some potentially negative ramifications for, you know, individuals, but also society as a whole. Therefore, we would like to put, you know, certain guardrails around it to allow the technology to continue to emerge, but also, you know, kind of constrain somewhat of the things that we know of where the technology could potentially, you know, be harmful, um, again, to individuals or, or, you know, society at large, you know, various groups in society. And so it's been very interesting to sort of watch this go on because the, the discussions about regulation for AI, um, are they feel somewhat new, but not completely new. I mean, we've seen things in the past in which uh, various governments, not just the U.S., but the EU and uh, various uh, PACs, you know, areas of, of uh, you know, Asia Pacific, uh, you know, have, have tried to say, hey, um, we've allowed a certain amount of innovation with the technology. We've sort of learned and seen what it does. Um, we've gathered both the good and the bad, and we're trying to you know, put some guardrails around the things that, you know, seem to be causing a certain amount of societal harm, right? So we've seen, you know, things with like antitrust, we've seen, uh, you know, EU things like GDPR and, and other stuff like that. And, and people can have different opinions. Again, this is where I'm kind of interested in, in opinions, you know, on, you know, are those things onerous? Um, sure. Yeah. Every bit of regulation or guardrail is is onerous uh, to a certain extent, right? Um, if the goal of, of sort of all aspects of technology was just, hey, let us do whatever we want, regardless of the ramifications, whether those ramifications impact humans, they impact the environment, they impact the stability of societies, they impact whether or not nations are going to have wars with each other. You know, there, there's always going to be somebody who says, boy, that is that's onerous. That slows me down. And fine. It has been very interesting to watch the VC community in particular. I don't want to call it any one, but I mean, we've seen big VCs, small VCs are, you know, very much seem to be unanimous about, hey, we cannot have any regulation, none whatsoever. This is absolutely the worst thing that could happen. And it's, it's, it's interesting to watch that happen. Uh, I put some links in the show notes to a few that I've seen popping up, um, some well-known VCs and so forth. But, you know, if you if you jump on Twitter, you can find, you know, lesser-known VCs that are kind of talking about it as well. And I'm I'm very curious because like I said, we've we've had technology 
regulations before. Uh, we've we've had this around how we protect personal information. You know, PII, GDPR. We've had things. You know, protect uh, credit card things. And you know, again, sometimes these are things that are done just you know by the industry. Like we figure out standards for um, you know how to you know, do things better. Oh, here's how we do end-to-end encryption and here's how you manage the keys. Um, There are other things where we go, okay, this is how you should manage, you know, personal information or credit card information. um, And these are the, you know, ramifications of not doing that. Here's the fine structure that'll happen. Here's the, you know, the reporting that needs to be done. And, you know, and again, it's it's a little bit like having a conversation about security. Um, You know, if you've been around the technology industry enough, the technology companies have far more expertise, far more money than the governments have ability to, you know, to regulate and monitor and do all these things. But, um, you know, they, they are in place and, and they have, you know, a certain purpose in place, um, hopefully to keep society have a little bit of stability that maybe wouldn't happen otherwise. But anyways, I, I'm very curious uh, where people are starting to stand on this. And it's a really it's a difficult conversation because. We don't know where AI is going to go. We don't know what all the uses are going to be. Heck, we don't even know what some of the uses are going to be, right? We've just seen, you know, scratching the surface. And there are plenty of people who, you know, see it as vastly interesting. You know, Aaron and I are one of the one of those, right? We, we think it's very interesting. We think there's a lot of potentially interesting things that come out of this, you know, positive, powerful things um, that could, you know, that could help society, right? It could help us with medical treatment better. It could help us with, uh, you know, potentially, you know, less accidents on the road or, uh, you know, better ways to help educate people in all sorts of ways. There's all sorts of potentially interesting benefits for mankind and so forth. But there's also a whole bunch of potentially negative things, right? Just the fact that, um, you know, the amount of energy and the amount of uh, electricity and things that it takes to, to, you know, do GPU-based computation is, is not great. Uh, it's not great in a world in which you know we're already you know seeing massive amounts of you know, ramifications of climate change. Um, it's not great that you know as a you know creator of information, you no longer can feel like okay, I have any way of controlling that information or you know being able to you know do with it what you want, whether it's monetize it or you know give it away or whatever. Like you know, there's a there's a certain amount of loss that's happening because these systems are just sort of taking uh, for what they want. You know, so I'm, I'm curious, you know, where people's heads are uh, at this very early stage about, you know, are you concerned about where this where these systems could go? Are you concerned about, you know, if regulatory guardrails, whatever the right word is, comes along um, that might impede this? Are you concerned about, oh, if, you know, your country, whether it's the United States or you're in the EU or you're in Asia Pacific, you know, you're in China or you're in Australia. Are you concerned that if a country that has, uh, you know, resources and uh, clout in the world um, tries to do something that it's going to impact your part of the world? You know, are you do you look at that as an opportunity and you say, oh, well, if they want to put guardrails on themselves, we don't have any over here. We're going to be able to go faster. This is an opportunity. Um, so I'm really curious where people are in their thinking on this um, for something that, again, to a certain extent is very early days. Um, to a certain extent, we've seen some of the pros and cons that are out there. Um, and we know that this is 
you know, unlike maybe some other things in our industry, this is going to be a, you know, very, very, very uh, capital intensive type of thing. This is going to be a, you know, you know, winner take all kind of, or, you know, very few sort of win. Um, now we've seen that with lots of other parts of our, our industry in the past, you know, whether it's, you know, an Oracle or a Microsoft or whatever. So you could say, well, you know, this is going to play out the way it plays out and big guys always tend to win, but there's opportunities for small people. That's fine. Those are all valid, totally valid scenarios. But I am curious. I'm, I'm curious, you know, what people's thinking is and not just VCs thinking their thinking is fairly straightforward to figure out, right? They are, you know, no longer sort of philanthropic. It's, you know, make as much money as I possibly can. I don't really care what the ramifications are. We sort of saw a preview of that with the crypto industry, how they sort of pumped and dumped that and didn't really care uh, what the ramifications were. You're sort of sort of seeing that uh, with the AI world as well. So I don't really care what their perspective is, but I, I do care what, you know, kind of the, the, the everyday person is, the, the, the leader in an organization, the technologist in an organization, uh, the person who has to explain this stuff to their neighbors. I'm curious what your thoughts are on this. So anyways, uh, just the same way that you've been giving us feedback on lots of other stuff. would love to hear your feedback on this. would love to have guests on the show that want to talk about this stuff. But, um, you know, just those, those three sort of data points of, you know, we've historically been down this road of, you know, mass destruction with, with Oppenheimer. Uh, we've got people that, that think the odds of that mass destruction might be higher than it was back then. Now, granted, we, we lived through that and that's great. Um, and, and, and then the fact that, you know, we're, we're beginning to see a little bit of, of guardrails being put in place and it's making certain people freak out about it. So, um, just really curious what your feedback is, uh, where your thinking is today. Um, you know, tell me where I'm way off. Tell me where I'm missing the boat. Um, tell me where, you know, your, your thinking is. So we'd love to hear from it as always show at the cloudcast.net. Um, it's our email. You can hit us up on Twitter. You can hit us, hit us up on DMS. Um, you know, we're in Facebook groups. We've got LinkedIn group anywhere you want to kind of give us feedback. We'd love to hear it, but this does feel like a, uh, a big, a big discussion that will, you know, have both technology ramifications, political ramifications, societal ramifications, environmental ramifications for, uh, for a long time, if if AI doesn't just, you know, kind of go away overnight, which I don't think it's going to. So anyways, um, like I said, it wasn't sure how long this one was going to go. It went about 15 minutes. That maybe is as long as it should have gone. Maybe it should have been five minutes. I don't know. But uh, anyways, thanks for listening. Thanks for putting up with the last 15 or 20 minutes. Um, thanks for telling a friend. Thanks for helping us grow the show. Thanks for helping us grow the community. Thanks for giving us feedback about the changes we've been uh, thinking about making. Um, all that's been super appreciative. So with that, I'll wrap it up and we will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to The Cloudcast. Please visit thecloudcast.net to find more shows, show notes, videos, and everything social media.